Hello from the BBC. I'm Pete Ross with an update on the war in Ukraine. The leader of NATO has been speaking today. Jens Stoltenberg said that in his opinion, Russia's war is not going to plan and Ukraine could still win. Russia's war in Ukraine is not going as Moscow had planned. They failed to take Kiev. They are pulling back from around Kharkiv. Their major offensive in Donbass has stalled. Russia is not achieving its strategic objectives. Mr Stoltenberg was speaking as Ukraine claimed its troops had pushed Russian forces away from Ukraine's second city, Kharkiv, and had even reached the nearby Russian border. The Ukrainian Defence Ministry published a video purportedly showing soldiers restoring a frontier post at an unspecified location. The BBC's Lise Doucette has more from Kyiv. They have not only pushed Russian forces away from Kharkiv, they've got right up to the Russian border. But the governor of the region has only described the diminishing threat as a significant reduction in Russian shelling. Russia still has an ability to strike the city, but not with an intensity and velocity that it was able to do before. Closer to the capital, Russian forces some time ago withdrew from surrounding towns and cities and concentrated on the east of the country. Now, as Ukrainian forces begin to take their place around Kyiv, the bodies of more than a thousand civilians have been discovered, say the Ukrainian authorities, many in shallow, temporary graves. Kyiv's police chief, Andriy Naibitov, told the BBC the killings in and around Bucha were, quote, executions. More than half of the people killed in the Bucha region were shot, not killed by mines or shrapnel or found under the ruins, but shot with guns. More than 650. That shows the Russians' cruelty, their crimes against humanity. The BBC's Sarah Rainsford is in the area and echoed the police chief's words. Hundreds of people who were not hit by shrapnel or buried under rubble but targeted by Russian soldiers who seem either not to know the rules of war or not to care. Moscow has always denied accusations of war crimes, but Ukrainian prosecutors say they are gathering evidence. On the diplomatic front, when President Putin launched his invasion of Ukraine in February, the message to the West's most powerful military alliance was clear. Don't even think about expanding further east. But now, less than three months later, NATO will soon have a new land border with Russia. Finland wants to become a member of NATO, along with its neighbour, Sweden. Russian Deputy Foreign Minister Sergei Rybkov warned the move would have far-reaching consequences. Both countries are taking part in one of the biggest ever NATO military exercises in the Baltic region. It's called Exercise Hedgehog and is designed to test the alliance's ability to respond to any future Russian invasion. Our diplomatic correspondent, Paul Adams. Public opinion in Sweden and Finland, lukewarm about joining before the war, has been transformed by recent events. Formal applications are likely to follow this week, with the two countries coordinating closely. All 30 members of the alliance must then agree. Despite reservations expressed by Turkey, the US Secretary of State Antony Blinken says he's confident NATO will soon welcome its newest members. Meanwhile, let's return to the battlefield. Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky says the situation in the eastern Donbass region remains difficult, though British military intelligence claim the Russian offensive there has lost momentum and has failed to achieve substantial territorial gains. 
That's been echoed by U.S. Pentagon spokesman John Kirby. It is uh, goes back and forth on almost every, on any given day. We we have assessed over the last 24, 48 hours that Russia's progress continues to be slow and uneven. They have made some incremental gains in the northern part of the Donbas, but they have been resisted very, very stiffly and and capably uh, by the Ukrainian armed forces. So they are definitely behind the schedule that we think they wanted to achieve by now, uh, at least a couple of weeks, if not more. Uh, and they have not been able to make the kinds of strategic gains uh, that we believe that they want to make. And finally, McDonald's says it's selling its fast food business in Russia after 30 years of operating there. Earlier, the French car maker Renault said it was doing the same. Our business correspondent is Theo Leggett. Renault had initially resisted calls to leave Russia. But after the company, along with some other French businesses, was directly criticised by Ukraine's President Zelensky for allegedly sponsoring the Russian war machine, it suspended its Russian operations. Now it's pulling out altogether. Meanwhile, McDonald's says it's looking to sell its entire chain of restaurants in Russia, all of which have been closed since early March. It says continued ownership of the business is no longer tenable or consistent with its values. And those are the latest developments on day 82 of Russia's invasion. I'm Pete Ross at the BBC.